0: So good. So who was here last week? So, so, yep, about half of us. So that's great. It's always good to, to go into the second part of a two-part message when uh, half of everyone was not here last week. That's absolutely okay. That means I need to recap, which is great. This, the stuff that I've been praying about, for the, uh, praying about preaching on for, maybe, um, I think this is the third time I've preached on that, um, is, is called, the, the message, or the series of messages is called, What Are You Wearing? Okay, um, if you wanted to say it with a bit more sass too, can you, can you say it with a bit more sass? What are you wearing? Like, Yeah, um, if I was to put it in um, um, you know, relevant modern day language, it, it would be the equivalent of What are those? Alright And um, so, so far we've had a message on um, hanging up naked in the garden So you guys would be glad that you weren't here for that um, the, the, the costume was quite revealing um, no, sorry for all the visual people. No, we didn't. We, no, that was that didn't happen. Um, but um, and it, the whole idea was, was that we were never called to carry guilt and shame. The message that we had last time um, was talking about Joseph. And see, the thing is, and the thing that people know about Joseph is that for Joseph, Joseph was actually a man of favour. He had the favour of his father. He had the he had the favour of his father. So he had this amazing coat, and that's the thing that's quite often focused on. Um, When we we hear the life of Joseph Is that Joseph was this guy With this amazing Technicolor dream coat Okay And that represented his his father's favour But as we all know His brothers got jealous of his favour He got jealous of the fact that His father favoured him over his brothers And so stripped him of his coat Threw him in a pit And he was sold into slavery But as we know So Joseph was favoured his clothing reflected that, and it was a symbol of the favour that he carried. The great thing that we need to know is that we have the favour of our father. We all, as Christians, we all have the favour of our father. But even though the world might try to strip that favour away, we still carry the favour of the father. Just because Joseph's coat was stripped away, just because the external the external was stripped away didn't mean that he lost the lost his father's favour. And it's the same for us as Christians, okay? So that was the first thing, is that we carry the favor of our Father. The second thing that I talked about, oh, and it doesn't matter whether we wear it or, not, or wear it or not, we still have it. It doesn't matter if the world tries to strip it from us, it's still there. The second type of favor that we talked about, so rather than just the one coat, we realized, um, one of the things when I did the study of Joseph was that I realized that jo- Joseph actually wears four different well, he has more than four outfits, I'm sure. But there were like four really distinct parts to his life. You're currently looking at the microphone stand going, how is that microphone stand? It's, it's not, I forgot to put it there. Uh, take it out of the way. But he actually had four different aspects to his life. For a start, he had his father's favor. And then when he was sold into slavery, he actually ended up as a servant. He ended up in the servant of the Egyptian general, Potiphar. Okay, so he went from his father's favor And into the house of Potiphar. And soon enough, of course, because he was favoured by God, he actually ended up um, with the favour of his master. He ended up with the favour of the world. And so the second point that I had from last week was that we've got the favour of our father. And we've got the favour of the world. The favour of our master, okay? As Christians, that's something that we carry. It's one of the promises of God that we have. Okay? It's part of our identity, but as we all know, and as most of us know, when it comes to um, living in Potiphar's house, you know, faith, wearing favor and wearing favor well is attractive, isn't it? Like, uh, and with attraction, we, we, we look attractive to the world. And with that, opportunities come. So we have opportunities that are either going to lead us towards God, and there's sometimes opportunities that will lead us away from God. So when it comes down to it, if we have to choose between the favor of man... And the favor of our Father, we need to choose our Father's favor. okay? Because that, it doesn't matter what situation we're in, we, we get to keep the favor of our Father. Amen. So that's what we're going to do. So sometimes, and this is, what, this is where we left the story last week, is that sometimes we have to do the unpopular if it's right, if it's God's will for us to do so. Sometimes being a Christian is not the popular choice. Sometimes having a Christian worldview... Um, it's not necessarily going to make us popular with the world. If we stand up for what we believe in and we stand up for what's, what's written in the Bible, it is actually going to make us unpopular with the world in some ways. But the great thing is, is that we know that it's possible to have favor with both God and man. How do we know that? Because Jesus had favor with both God and man. But when it came down to it, he chose his Father's favor over the favor of man. Alright? And so, for this bit here... for. This is actually, this represents our world And so where we are in our world It could be our workplace, it could be our family Okay, but we've got the favour of man We still have our father's favour But we also have the favour of man And so the point from that was When we have to choose between Maintaining the favour of the father And the favour of man There's no choice Okay, we don't want to give up The best for the good enough Alright so when we last left Joseph, Joseph had just run away from um, Potiphar's wife, okay? Because Potiphar's wife looked at Potiphar, uh, looked at Joseph and went, Mm-hmm, you're a piece of all right, I'll have a piece of that, thank you very much. And as a result of that, Potiphar's wife actually strips Joseph of his, of his coat, and he runs out of the household. And of course... The great thing was Is that actually That was maintaining the favour of his master And that was maintaining his his father's favour as well He was in a foreign land He could have done whatever he wanted Potiphar um, probably wouldn't have found out Or at least wouldn't have found out for a while He could have chosen the bad choice And there wouldn't have any repercussions Other than he'd lose the favour of his father And he'd actually disrupt the reputation Of Potiphar and Potiphar's wife So by running from temptation He actually maintained everyone's integrity Which was awesome so that's where we are. So Potiphar's wife, we're in Genesis 39. So if you want to turn to Genesis 39, that's, um, that's great. We're just going to sort of like hover around there for a bit. Okay. So the third thing is that, so we go from, so he's been stripped of that. Now this is what Potiphar's wife does. Genesis 39 verse 16. So she kept his garment with her. Until his master came home. Now it's quite interesting. I wonder what happened with um, Joseph's coat as well. Did they tear it into strips? Did they throw it down there with them, or what happened? Then she spoke to them with words like these. So words like these, saying, "So this is Potiphar saying to Potiphar, the Hebrew servant whom he brought to us came into me to mock me." Now um, the the word that's actually there is really unflattering, and I don't. I'm not going to so. Um, In in some of the translations, um, it says he asked to lie with me, okay? In the biblical sense, all right? So it happened, as I lifted my voice and cried out, that he left his garment with me and fled outside, okay? So remember that his coat was his um, symbol of office. So he left behind his master's coat in order to maintain the integrity of his master. Verse 19, so it was, when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him, saying... Your servant did to me after this minute that his anger was aroused. Now, I don't know about you, but have you ever been in a situation where your boss's anger was aroused and you didn't do it? So, uh, Tui's up there. So maybe your boss is just having a bad day. Maybe it's just something else that's happening in the situation. Maybe you've been falsely accused. Maybe you did do it and it's just an overreaction to it. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that you put that glass right there at that particular point in time. That really hacks me off. You know that's the worst possible thing that you could do. Except angrier. I don't like yelling because kids cry. Um, And so his anger was aroused. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in prison. Okay. So, Joseph goes to prison, right? So, what kind of clothes, what's he wearing then? So, and if, it was, if it was today, so he's been stripped of his master's coat, his father's coat's a long way away, but he still carries the favour of his father, what would he be wearing? Just whatever. So, t- traditionally in those days, you just basically, what you wore rotted on you as you stayed in prison. You weren't given a nice, shiny prison uniform. Uh, You weren't, um, it wasn't like an orange jumpsuit. Orange is not the new black in this situation. Alright, I need someone that's, uh, can I get, um, I need maybe either a boy or a girl. uh, Maybe about, um, say, approximately 10 years old. um, Maybe in, I think maybe in this general area over here. Um, Anyone? Any volunteers? Did you anti-volunteer as a result of being targeted? Alright, come and stand here, Joseph. So, this is what I kind of think that he's, um, he's been given. So, if he. Do you want a breathing hole or no breathing hole? Yeah, breathing hole. All right, okay, that's probably important. No breathing hole? <laughs> Shall we take a vote? No, I don't want to take a vote. All right, you ready? Is this dangerous? Yes, only if there's no breathing hole. You better find the hole quick, you've got 30 seconds. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even get to the... Alright, down we go I honestly thought that was the top of the bag Okay, what are we missing? (laughs) Arm holes. okay, hang on Here's one Uh, Just out of interest, this is a pro tip If you ever get stuck at a concert and don't have a poncho Black (laughs) Rubbish bag is the way to go Alright, where's the other arm gone? Alright Alright so I didn't really have showers and stuff like that, so... Oh, he hates having us we here, mister. Okay. Um, all right, doesn't, doesn't Asher look good? You look slightly pregnant, buddy. Okay, pass that. Oh, oh. Crikey. Now turn around. This is what happens when... I was, I was going to go way overboard, but um, I run out of time. Um, but um, this is what happens... When we're falsely accused This is what happens when it might be The words of the world get to you What happens is that you end up wearing The coat of a prisoner You end up wearing just whatever the world gives you And like we found out in our our first message It's actually not God's will That we carry the identity that the world gives us All that really matters is the favour of the Father All that really matters is how God identifies us And so the great thing is, is that When you're when you're falsely accused, when you've got stuff that's going on in your life, when your when your reputation is dirtied, I guess it's actually it's actually not so much it's actually not so much what you're wearing; it's the attitude or spirit that you carry in those times. And um, so, I've, so I, I picked a couple of quotes. Uh, No, Travis has stopped doing it now, so it won't happen again. Um, So it says, At 211 degrees, water is hot. At 212 degrees Fahrenheit, it boils. And with boiling water comes steam. And with steam, you can power a train. One extra degree makes all the difference. Or there's um, there's that, uh, not a meme, but there's that inspirational quote that's come onto Facebook quite a few times. Um, The same boiling water that softens the potato... Hardens the egg It's not about what you're made of uh, It's about what you're made of Not the circumstances See the thing is, is that... Stay See the thing is Is that Joseph had to deal with false accusations It must have had an impact on his heart And his mind But he always remembered his God given vision He knew the dreams that God had for him Remember what his gift was He was a dream interpreter So he knew the dream that God had on him. And regardless of his situation, regardless of his circumstance, his attitude didn't change. And I think that's a really key part to wearing our favor well, is that it doesn't matter what the external situation is. It doesn't matter what circumstance you find yourself in. Whether you're in the high place or whether you're in the lowest of the low, you still carry the favor of your father. You still carry the favor of God. Even in the worst places, you can still you still have favor. You can still gain favor. Okay? And I loved... um, See, the thing that we have to be careful of is that Joseph must have been so frustrated. I don't know about you, but I do dumb stuff when I'm frustrated. When I'm frustrated, when Moses was frustrated, he struck the rock. When Moses was frustrated with the situation, he killed someone. When David was frustrated, he moved the circumstances out of the way. We all have frustrations. But it's the way that we deal with it is the, way that, is the same way as we carry our favor. We all go through trials. We all go through tribulations. But how we react shows where our heart's at. And, it's, and it shows where we place our trust. So how we react to negative situations shows us where we place our trust. See, Joseph reacts so brilliantly. So Joseph is now literally in prison. Okay? What do you want me to do? You can just um, go and step Oh you can take it How about you take that off You're you're just not sure what to do with that eh Hang on Oh you wrecked the (laughs) coat. You know how much that cost It was almost 12 cents That's coming out of your pocket money I don't have any money You don't have any money Alright Well you're going to have to take out the rubbish With that rubbish bag Alright See in the hard times In the hard situations Joseph actually reacts so brilliantly You don't see Joseph marching or swearing. You don't see him running campaigns in prison to get out. You don't see him wanting to break out. He's not on a hunger strike to get the warden's attention. He never hated his wardens. He actually honoured his wardens in the same way that he honoured his master, in the same way that he honoured his father. And he didn't write letters to Potiphar to justify himself. See, this is the thing that I kind of realized, is that Potiphar put Joseph into prison. There was no court case. There was no anything like that. So Potiphar could have actually taken him out of prison. He had the power. He was an Egyptian general. He was, you know, So he had the ear of, of the king. He had the ear of the pharaoh. But Joseph didn't choose to go to Potiphar to redeem him. He actually waited on God. And I think that's actually really important. When we're treated unjustly, when we're treated unfairly, when our reputation is sullied, What's our first response? Our first response is to, first, uh, is to quite often justify ourselves. is to quite often go to the person that was the cause of uh, the false accusation. Or sometimes his friends or her friends. And begin to justify ourselves. No, this isn't what happened. This is what happened. But actually Joseph didn't do that. He waited for God to redeem him. And I think that's such a great model for us. How good is that model? Is that it's not up to us to redeem ourselves. It's not up to our oppressors or the world to redeem us. It's actually up to God to redeem us. To lift us out of our situation. See this is the thing. And this is what I am. So this is what Joseph did. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And so he gave him favor inside of the keeper of the prison. Do you notice a reoccurring theme here? Regardless of the situation. He maintained favor, and he still had favor. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. Now, how incredible is that? As he's literally sitting in the prison now, he has the exact same amount of power as he did in in Potiphar's house. He was literally in charge of the prison. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority. How great is that? Is that the, the warden trusted him so much that anything that was under his, he was beyond um, he was beyond accusation. His integrity was so great. He was so honest. He was so trustworthy that whatever the prison warden put under him, he didn't even look into it. He just trusted him. Because the Lord was with him, and because whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Now this is the thing. Is that Potiphar put Joseph in prison, and there was no court case. So Potiphar had the power to release him. So Joseph could have written a letter to Potiphar explaining his situation, but he didn't. He waited for God to release him from his situation. Now what does that mean for us? It doesn't mean that you, sit, you have to sit idle and twiddle your thumbs. What it means is that you, don't, you shouldn't get ahead of God. Joseph could have appealed to Potiphar to redeem him, but instead he waited on the redemption of God. See, the thing was, was that if he was redeemed by Potiphar, we would he have ended up again? So if he was taken out of prison by Potiphar, where would he have ended up? He'd be back in Potiphar's house, wouldn't he? He'd be back to being a slave. But as a result of waiting for God, as a result of waiting to be redeemed by God, he actually ended up, with the Pharaoh's favor. He ended up with the favor of the king. It's the same with us. We may be treated unfairly. We may be falsely accused. But we can seek the redemption of man or we can seek the redemption of God. We can get man to lift us up out of a situation or we can get God to lift us up out of a situation. One one will take us right back to the place that we started. The other will take us into the favor of the king. Are you getting me today? It's So Psalm 105 verse 17 says, He sent a man, so this is about Joseph, He sent a man before them, even Joseph who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with fetters, fetters is just another word for like handcuffs for feet, he was laid in iron until the time that his word came. And I love that fact. Notice that he waited until his word came from God. The word of the Lord tried him. The king sent for him and loosed him, even the ruler of his people, and let him go free. See, Joseph became a model prisoner, and they put him in charge of the prison, which is incredible. So what did Joseph do? He just wore his favor in whatever situation he was. So he realized that he still had favor because he had the favor of the father. And he still operated in the gifts that God had given him. And in his case, he was a dream interpreter. And so when we're under, when we come under attack, when we come under duress, when there's a whole heap of stuff going on in our lives... There's actually a model for us to follow as well We continue to follow the favour that God's given us And we still operate in the calling that God has for us And then this great things happened. So as a result of working in his calling As a result of interpreting the Pharaoh's dream And we're not going to go into it into any great detail What happened is that he's actually raised up And into the favour of the king Asher, can you come here for a minute? Can you grab that thing in the back? Yep, that's the one. You know, you know what I'm... Yeah, no, not that. Okay, you don't know. Okay, the other thing. There is only two things there. It's not that thing, it's the other thing. Okay, come stand here again. With that thing. <laughs> Bring the crowd. Bring that thing over there too. You see that stick? Oh, I see what you're doing. You're trying to, like... It's going to be a surprise. That's great. Okay, awesome. Okay, so Genesis 41, verse 4. The great thing was, was that when he comes out of prison, Pharaoh raises him out of prison. As soon as that happens, he changes his clothes and was given the coat of a prince. Genesis 41, 14 says, Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon, and he shaved, changed his clothing, and came to Pharaoh. Now, this is really important, is that before he went into the um, presence of a king, Joseph actually did all that he could to make himself presentable. I think that's really good. I've never seen that before. Is that before he went into the court of the king, he actually made himself as presentable as he could. It's actually a really great model for us, is that we can only do so much in God, but it's still important that we do our stuff. Does that make sense? Is that and as much as we can, we need... We need a savior. We need the favor of a father. We need the favor of the king on our lives, working through us. But actually, that doesn't release us from us trying to do what we can as well. Yeah, put it on, buddy. So this is what happens when he comes into Pharaoh's presence. Genesis 41, verse 42. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand. And he clothed him in garments of fine linen, and he put a gold chain around his neck. So Joseph's received from prison chains, and he's given a ring of authority. He's given clothing fit for a prince. He's given a gold chain around his neck. Instead, in in our case, we've got a Burger King crown and um, this thing that my granddad made, which is pretty cool. So it's basically the same thing. It's it's fairly historically accurate right there. Do you look old, buddy? All right, great. See, the thing is, your greatest temptation comes not when you're struggling, it's when you're prospering. When you become successful, remember that it's not about us. God's given us success not only to help ourselves, but to help others. See, when we end up with the favor of a king, um, Remember what Joseph did. Joseph began acting on behalf of the king. So, ring of authority, cloak. What Pharaoh was actually doing was saying, when you see this man, he is operating under my authority. See, that's why for us as Christians, we need to make sure that we're wearing the favor of our father. We need to know that whatever situation we're wearing the favor of our father. Because when we're given the favor of the king, it's not actually... It's not actually the outside trappings that are important. It's what's happening on the inside for us. See, God will be with you no matter what coat you're wearing, no matter what season you're in. Always guarding your heart. So what we need to do is we need to guard our hearts and keep a good spirit. So whether we're having the best day in the world or whether we're having the worst day in the world, we need to know that God's with us. We need to know that God favours us. We need to know that God loves us. And we need to keep a good heart and a good spirit. I wrote this this sort of like throwaway thought, but I, I really like it. So maybe write it down if you're taking notes. Um, favour will take us into spaces. Favour will take us into spaces. But it's our character that will keep us there. So favour will take us into spaces. But it's our character that will keep us there. See, this is the thing. Even Pharaoh was able to recognize it in in Joseph's life. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? So when Pharaoh saw Joseph, he literally saw God. So he could recognize. Remember, his father favored him. His master recognized the Spirit of God in his life, so gave him everything to run. His captor recognized the Spirit of God on his life and gave him everything to run. Uh, to everything to run. And so as a result of wearing his favor well here, he ended up in the court of the king. That's the same for us. We need to wear a favor well no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what's going on in our life. So it gets to verse 39. Then Pharaoh says to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown. Oh, sorry. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning or as wise as you. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have sent you over all the land of Egypt. See, Joseph wore his coat as a prince with dignity. And as we know, at the end of the story, um, Joseph could have had his revenge on his brothers. And instead he played a trick that wasn't hurtful. He could have killed his brothers with a word. Instead he played a, a trick that was like... And then still redeemed his entire family. So... As a result of keeping a good attitude towards his brothers, as a result of keeping a good attitude towards the ones who oppressed him, he actually became the source of the redemption for his entire family. Because he had the favor of the king, when it came to drought, when his family were starving, when his entire people group was starving, because he kept a great attitude throughout, and he wore his favor well, he was able to redeem his entire household, his entire line. So I'm going to finish up there. But what I want to say, just to finish off, is I don't know what season of favor you're in, but I want to challenge you and encourage you to wear your favor well. Favor is something that we wear, and it's something that we choose to wear. May you know that you have the favor of your Father in heaven. May you know that you'll have opportunities in the favor of man. And I pray that you have the wisdom and the discernment to know the difference between the two and to prioritize between the two. May you know that the favor of the Father walks with you even in difficult circumstances. And finally, may you know that with the right spirit, with the right attitude, you can walk with the favor of a king. We are his ears. We carry his authority. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for these wonderful people. I thank you that it doesn't matter what our situation is, what our circumstance is, that you are with us and you favor us. Lord, no matter what um, area or situation we find ourselves in at the moment, Lord, I pray that you would walk with us, that we would have wisdom and discernment, that we would um, chase after the favor of our Father, that we would um, chase after after, um, our King. So, Lord, as we go out today, um, Lord, I pray that you, that you continue to be with us. I pray that you um, continue to help us to wear our favor well. And, Lord, that when, um, that when given the opportunity, when we're given power, that we would use it to redeem and not for um, any other purpose, Lord. Uh, create in us a clean heart. Create in us a clean spirit. Partner with us, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you need prayer today, we'd love to pray for you. Um, if something that we talked about, if you're going through a difficult circumstance, one of the things that you can and you're struggling to keep, um, you're struggling to keep a really good heart. Um, just know that we'd we'd love to pray for you. We'd love to encourage you. We believe that there's a God that will um, speak into your situation, will speak into your circumstance. Um, it's not over. It's not finished. God's going to take you into some amazing places. And so our responsibility is to have the right heart, the right attitude, the right character about it. God bless you guys. If you do need prayer, we'd love to pray for you.